This is a grand takeover in sports radio. Vision View Sports Radio. Head coach of uh, BIA and also EFC fighter himself, Conrad Siabi, to walk us through uh, his fight as well on this fight card, but also the success behind uh, BIA and everything that he's put into that team. He joins us now on the other side of the phone line. Conrad, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Sir? I'm fantastic. And yourself? I'm alright. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you uh, advice, advice, inviting me on your radio station. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, let, let's talk about where your feelings are at. I mean, you've done this before, both in the capacity, your capacity as a fighter and also as a coach, but this close from, from the fight night, how are you feeling? Are there any nerves, anxiety? Where are you at at the moment? Uh, well, honestly speaking, I'm feeling excited. You know, every time when the boys are fighting, it feels like it's me who's going inside the cage. It's a feeling that this is where BIA has fun. Mm. This is where my fun is. This is where, uh, let me put it this way, this is where I go and groove. This is my groove, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Whenever EFC is happening, you know, there's a lot of goosebumps, happiness in me. I'm feeling excited. I can't wait for Thursday night, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be an absolute thrilling night. Uh, EFC on a Thursday is always very interesting. And I like the atmosphere and the culture that you guys create. Um, yeah. at these EFC events. You're always the loudest in the room. Yeah, war cry, chant, whatever the case may be. And I suppose yeah. that energy somehow transfers itself even into your fighters, yeah? Come again, I, I couldn't hear that. Eh? Oh, I was saying, you, you guys managed to create such a good energy, particularly in the crowd and in the back when you guys are doing the warm-ups. How does that yeah. energy transfer itself into the fighters about to enter the hex? Yeah, it transfers a lot of energy inside us. It's, a, it's our motto. This is our, that's our culture. That's, mm. That's an African team. So every time there's a song that we sing, uh, it evolves all the African fighters, specifically, not only blacks, I can say, but you know, we come from a place where singing and dancing, and you know, that's what keeps us going. So the vibe is very good. The, the way we sing, the way we uplift each other, you know, we win. That's where we start to win our fight our mood backstage from training. Actually, this is what you are doing also at training. After every session, that's what you are doing. After every hard session, that's what you are doing. So normally, at the event, it's, a, it's, a, it's an everyday thing. That's, that's our culture. That's what we are doing at Brothers in Arms. Yeah. So let's talk about, uh, firstly, Brothers in Arms. Yeah. Before we talk about the two fighters that you have on this card for EFC 98, I mean, you're, you're probably one of the most respected uh, fight camps out here in South Africa. It's it's that culture that you speak about that you've managed to create. What goes into making, into forming a successful fight team uh, these days, Conrad? Uh, thanks for that question. Uh, to be honest, brothers in arms, we've been underdogs from way long, you know. So we've been under CIT, under MMF. Uh, is it? No, no, no. Uh, the Jovek one, what is this, from uh, Richie Kwan's gym. I forgot its name, actually. So, for now, for us to be where we are, uh, it means a lot. We've been working very, very hard, you know, to be where we are now. And yes, we are the most dominating team so far in EFC and also in future in the world as well. So, no, it's a, it's a blessing. It's a blessing, you know. <laughs> we, we're working, we are working very hard. 
And the good thing that keeps brothers in arms the way it mm. is today, as a head coach, I don't have favorites. That's mm. the first thing that keeps us going. It doesn't matter if Triple H, Zico, if wrong, it's wrong. I don't care who does what, who, even the amateurs. Uh, that's why most of the teams, amateurs doesn't train with professionals. Yeah. So us, we preach it. As long as you are under the umbrella of brothers in arms, we are the same. Even though there will be some other things you want to want put in a deep sea, but it's, it's, it's one ship. We have to go along with it. So that's what keeping us brothers in arms goes so well. Because I, I, I'm trying, the only way to keep your family happy is just to be honest. Yeah. You know, wrong is wrong, right is right. If you do wrong, you do wrong. It doesn't matter who. So that's what is keeping us going forward, uh, going strong like this. And yes, this is a team of ancestors. We believe, you know, we are Africans. That's, that's something that people don't know, but those who know, they will tell you. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, all of that success that you've had uh, culminated in, in your first champion, yeah? When uh, Zico Magengela uh, became the welterweight champion over at EFC 92, defeating Martin van Staden in a fight in which I think many had bet on Martin van Staden to win. Uh, talk to me about that moment, yeah? It's all the hard work, as you said, the Richard Quanjum that you were at, um, and then finally getting to this moment. What did that moment of, of actualization feel like? Uh, yes, it was the best feeling of my life, to be honest with you. You know, EFC is not just any promotion. It's a big, big promotion. You know, it's it's a well-known well promotion around the world, to be honest with you. And it's a big stepping stone to go for UFC, Bellator, wherever. So whenever we won that belt, you know, it was the best ever, ever feeling at Brothers in Arms. And approaching that fight, honestly speaking, I had no doubt. Because they didn't know what Zico can do. Because of all of Zico's fight, he finished them in first round. So Zico's ground, Zico's judo's wrestling striking, you know, he is a complete fighter. I, I didn't have a stress, to be honest with you. I didn't, not at all, even a nerve. I was so excited for this fight. Because, you know, there's a difference between a fighter like Zico and a fighter like Martin van Staden. He's been in organization for so long. So it was his time. Last, you know, the, now it's time for new era, as, as I've said before. So it's time for new blood. We have to make peace with it. We have to give the young blood chance. So I was so excited, yes. It was a good feeling. It it was a tremendous moment, but you've you've had these moments before, and and one of the fighters who will be fighting uh, come EFC 98, your guy Triple H, uh, Triple H Power, he'll be fighting uh, this coming weekend. He's been here before as well, with you, uh, fighting for EFC Gold. So you you know both sides. You know the highs in terms of Zico having won uh, gold in that welterweight division, but you also know the lows of Chikasa's... I suppose loss uh, when he tried to get UFC gold, uh, EFC gold at uh, EFC 88. Talk us through uh, that moment, that experience, and then bouncing back with him for two wins and now in a title fight again. Yes, uh, honestly speaking, we've learned a lot from our mistakes on Taiwan uh, Develop fight. You know, people uh, just uh, they, I don't make an excuse. We lost that fight, but we were ready. We were super fit, but we were eager to finish that fight so quick we were not relaxing so from that fight the second fight we proved to them that it was not all about fitness it was about 
being too excited one thing. Even the best, you can even warn it. That's, that's the mistake we did at Brothers in Arms. Because it was our first, actually not our first belt, and he said lost it, but it was one of the biggest fights that I thought this was going to be an easy fight. But from there, yes, after he lost two wins, two convincing wins, and then yes, uh, here we go again, Thursday night for that belt. Uh, I'm so excited as well. Yeah, and I can imagine he is as well. Uh, you have, of course, a lot of experience yourself in this organization, um, and, and to some extent, so does Triple H. But how, how do you go about still balancing that, that relationship between coach and also athlete yourself within the training camps? Uh, that's easy. You just have to choose what you want to be. You just have to have a vision. So my vision is to be a permanent head coach. You know, Even though I still love to fight, that's why I've paused my fighting career for, for years, for long, mm. just to make sure that I build this trend. You know, uh, to be honest, uh, uh, my plan is to be the permanent head coach because I know where I come from. You know, I've struggled a lot. Just people, they only see the drama. They don't see how hard it is, how hard it was to be where brothers in arms it is today. So I don't want to lose this opportunity, this trend. You know, I just want to keep it. Yeah. It's tough. It's not tough because uh, whenever the boys are preparing, I give them time, I make sure I concentrate on them. Whenever I needed to fight, it's only going to only be me, just for me to, to prepare for my fight. And I don't need to do lots of stuff. The experience is there. I just need to be fit. I just need to be on my way. I just need to have fun. Yeah. But yes, to be honest, it's not an easy thing. You have to choose. You have to choose what you want to do. So... Uh, in future, maybe after this year, I will never fight anymore. I don't know. We'll see. But that's the plan, to be a permanent head coach. Because that's a God-given talent. And I see that, you know, I... The other thing is, people don't understand. To be a coach is like being a father, being a parent. Mm. To love what you're doing. You have to have passion what you're doing. You have to go all out on what you're doing. This is what I'm doing. This is one of the things that Brothers in Arms is so blessed. This is one of the things that many fighters want to come and join Brothers in Arms. Not because of we have fancy gym, we have fancy equipment. No, there's love. You know what I mean? Mm. There's love to respect the treatment. That's what matters most. Mm-hmm. What makes Jukasa so special? I mean, you guys are almost, I mean, he's heavyweight, you're light heavy. Um, I'm, I'm sure you've sparred with him when, when you've been in there with him. What is he, What looks does he give you that make you think, wow, this guy can be an EFC champion and possibly even go, I know, 34 years old at this moment, possibly make a, a stint uh, in the UFC? Yes, uh, that guy, is he's dedicated, he's disciplined, he's respectful, he's a very humble guy, he's a hard worker, he knows what he wants. You know, he, he doesn't have, he's, I never ever seen him talk back to anyone. That's what makes him so special. You know, even at the gym, he works hard. He doesn't say, this is an amateur, I can't listen to this boy. Why? What is he telling me or she's telling me? That's what's so special about him. I've never seen that arrogance in him. Also, the lifestyle outside the cage, outside his work, he's more disciplined. That's why, uh, as brothers in arms, as a head coach of brothers in arms, I'm so blessed to have people like Chikaza, because I also learned a lot from him, you know what I mean? It's a relief. Sometimes he's making my job easy. 
Because you know, as a coach, you need to let the fighter tell you, coach, I'm good on doing this. Can I perfect this? Yes, yes, Chikasa, let's perfect it. But let's add one, two, three. Let's leave this and that. That's what makes Chikasa special, especially at Brothers in Arms. Yeah, and it's certainly going to take something special to win the fight coming this weekend. I'm sure you guys have kind of mapped out a way in which he can win. How does he stop this fight? So how does he get EFC gold this time around? Uh, same, same old thing. We never change our training. We just uh, fix the mistakes what we did on our last fight. Every fight we fix the mistakes. But believe you me, Chikasa uh, is skillful. He's fit. He's young. He's, he's, he has a vision. He's more hungrier than this one. To be honest with you, we are looking past Fandam. Fandam is not on Chikaza's level. Fandam is just a one-dimensional fighter. All he relies on, he thinks he's going to just throw that right hand. We're going to see that punch from miles away. He's too slow. We know how we fight. All his seven fights, he never changed. Mm. He knows himself. He is just there to put on history, to show his family, his supporters that have won fight for the EFC belt. He's not there to win the belt. He knows it. They know it. So he's just there for history. Believe you me, mark my words, we're going to finish the fight. It will never go to the distance. Yeah, yeah. You won't even reach the Kaza. 110%, I'm definitely sure about what I'm doing. Uh, the confidence that we have, yeah. it's not about you talk too much. We know what you're doing. If you do your homework, there's no way you're going to fail your test. There's no way we're going to pass our test on Thursday night. Let's talk about contrasting, uh, I suppose, uh, form at the moment. Because you have another fighter on this card as well, uh, Amisi Kabea, uh, who fights uh, at featherweight. Uh, he is coming off three losses in a row. I mean, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's a very different type of motivation you need for a fighter like that versus where Jikase is. How have you gone about preparing him, not only for the cage, but, but mentally as well? I suppose it's a mental tour when you've lost three back-to-back, yeah. -back, yeah. Yeah, it's true, to be honest with you, it's a, it's a big challenge. Physically, he's fit, but mentally we need to make sure that we keep him online. Because those three wins in a row, to be honest, after that, yeah, there was a moment he didn't want to fight anymore. But I took him back. I show him all of his fights. There's no fight that he lost, giving up, or he gave that fight away. Two of his fights, he got injured. The first fight, he got choked, yes, but two of them, the, the shoulder location, mm. the shoulder dislocated, and the other one, he was too eager to finish the fight. He put himself in a trap. But to be honest, he was winning all of his fights. He lost like a fighter. He didn't lose just like... Ah, you know, I don't think next time. So that's, that's what we are working on. On as a team, we make sure that we have to make sure that his positive mindset is ready to take this fight. But believe you me, yes, the pressure is on us. That guy is a first-time fighter, uh, professional. He, he has the point to prove. Even us, there's no way we want to lose against him. So yeah, yeah it, it's going to be a tough fight to be honest. But we are ready for it. We did our homework as well. There's no way we're going to lose it as well. He knows, also for face, that this is my chance. This is my last chance to redeem myself. Then we're going to do that. Mm, mm, mm. Um, let's quickly talk about you and, and your career going forward. I know you, you said you fall in love with the coaching and it's, it's where you believe uh, yeah. you're, you're going to settle permanently. 
Uh, you haven't yet said you're retiring. I saw you at EFC 92 was the last time we yeah. saw you in action. But of course, we've seen you cage side uh, for quite a few fights. Is yeah. is 100? Is that is EFC 100 something you're looking at? I mean, the monumental mark that it will be possibly then to have your last fight. Uh, before we get there, yes, EFC 92, to be honest, I was not happy with my performance. Uh -huh. I was overweight. The movement and I was... I was hesitating too much to finish the fight because I haven't fought for long. Mm. So, but yeah, after that, I've been preparing, to be honest with you. I lost a lot of weight. And EFC 100, yes, definitely. I can confirm my fight, but I'm not sure the person that EFC has approached me about he wanted to, he wants this fight or not. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm too forward, but I will just put it yes. EFC 100, I'm definitely fighting. Brilliant. I'm definitely fighting, but I'm not sure, as I said before, this guy's going to take the fight. His name is Dino Pegatin. Mm. They told me to call me about him. I agreed. I said, yes, why not? But I'm scared. You know, I'm worried. I'm stressed because of, I remember when I fought Max Martin, Dino Pegatin pulled out on me. Sean Delaney didn't want to fight me, so Max Martin managed to take the fight. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's going to have the balls to take this fight or not, but I can't wait. I pray he's listening. I pray he can get this message. You know, don't be a coward, my man. I don't, I'm trying to choose my, 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 my words, man. Uh, I'm not good at choosing words. You know, I just speak <laughs> my mind. <laughs> so I hope and pray Dino comes and sign the contract, because to be honest, I told EFC, first day I want to sign that contract. Yeah, yeah. So, the fight is on, on my side, it's Dino Pegetti. So, he must just leave his, I, I don't know, like, yes, the fight is on, on my side. I'm not sure about Dino Pegetti. I guess he must, be, he must be a man. I, I suppose we'll see him uh, tomorrow. I've seen him at quite a few of the events. Uh, hopefully we can ask him and see if he is yeah. indeed trying to fight Why you. Why not? I think it would yes. be a brilliant fight for the both of you, given the legacy that you both have in the UFC. Yes. Uh, that will be awesome. Yeah. That will be awesome. Yeah. That will be awesome. And, and 100 is going to be a special, a special event, a special moment. And of course, a fighter with your legacy, everything you've done for the yes. sport would be, yes. would be a fitting send-off if you are to call time after EFC 100. But the Dino fight would make absolute sense. Fingers crossed for it. Uh, Conrad, listen, we thank you for coming on the phone line uh, and joining us this morning. I'll be looking forward to seeing you later on today. Will you be at the the open workout? Yes, I'm coming, yes. Okay, yes, brilliant. Okay. I'll see you at the open workout and then we'll see each other again on okay. Thursday night uh, for the fight. Uh, but I hope you guys are prepared well. Uh, just lastly, before we let you go, uh, weights, what are the weights looking like for, for both your fighters? Are they looking good? Come again? What, what are your fighters looking like weight-wise? Are they looking good? Yeah, they're looking awesome. Okay. Howard doesn't have to cut. Hopefully today he's over with he, just water. He has to cut water. He's over with 3K and it's Tuesday. So he's going to cut the rest of his weight tomorrow. And then that's it. They're looking awesome. Right. I can't wait for Thursday. And also, BIA fans and all over the fans, the global fans, they are up for a big night. You know, it's going to be a very, very big, interesting night. We're taking the second death. No one is going to stop us. Even Van Damme, he can climb the highest mountain. Yeah. He will never move Chicago away. Yeah. We are taking death. I want to see how special BIA magic is. Give us a round. Can you predict a round that Chikasa finishes the fight? We're going to finish him. Uh, the plan is, ne? Uh -huh. we have a plan. I won't say the, the round. Uh -huh. Definitely sure. It will never pass second round. Sure. Never. Okay. We know he's going to be desperate. He's 
two personal we say him. Mm. He is like, fuck, I'm bored. I have to finish. If he doesn't finish, he knows he doesn't have the lungs. Go to you, jump second round, to second round. That's what you're gonna make him miss, then you're gonna punish him. He says that we're gonna finish the fight one way or the other, we are winning this fight. Thriller, absolute thriller. Those are fighting words, Conrad. Appreciate your time. Can't wait for it to come Thursday night. Thanks, I really appreciate that. Right. Cheerio. Thanks. That's uh, Conrad Siabi there on the phone line with us. 43 years old, Conrad Siabi. He's been in the EFC for an age, right? For as long as I've been watching the EFC, Conrad Siabi has been part of that setup. Uh, possibly his retirement fights come EFC 100. Yeah, EFC 100 coming at us in December. I think it's December the 3rd, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's going to be an absolute thrill. I know they have big things planned for EFC 100, and I, for one, cannot wait. So... Download the Vision View Sports Radio app. Available now on Google Play and the App Store.